Welcome back to Unemployed with Anna Roisman. I keep singing these intros, but I'm so happy you're back. Thanks for coming back to the podcast. We've done so many episodes in quarantine. I feel like this is my weekly therapy session with my friend Ellen. Hi, Ellen. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. Can I tell you about my problems today? Yes, please tell me. (laughs) She has such a soothing voice. You do. You have that voice where it's like people, your friends probably do open up to you because you're like, what can I do for listen, you? Listen, I'm here to listen to you. I'll also, I think I have a little bit of a gravelly voice right now. So I have like a real nice radio voice happening. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I feel like you're going to start getting some DMs from listeners of this podcast. They're going to mm. be like, hey, Ellen, can I talk to you about some stuff right now? You got that gravelly, soothing voice. Yeah, okay. Slide right into my DMs. <laughs> Do it. I dare you. Um, anyway, I was saying to you, if you're, if you're, you know what, have you subscribed to the Patreon yet? We're doing all these over video and there's sometimes a very funny video, right? I mean, I feel like the videos are probably either like awful, like embarrassing or funny. Today, I am an actual mess. I will have to apologize to our guest. I am dripping with sweat because it is 622 and this is the first time I could work out all day. And like, who does that in a pandemic, especially when you're not, I didn't even have a job really today. <laughs> I've worked tonight. <laughs> um, no, but I, Ellen, this is why I couldn't get it done. So my brain is also in, like all over the place, but I had to fill out paperwork for ding, 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 a job that I have coming up. Oh my God. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I mean, it's a gig. I shouldn't call it a job. It's a gig. I am a gig worker and therefore it is a gig, but it, it's going to be too, it's going to be fun. It's going to be two Talking gigs. W2s, something like that. So, you know, it's for a bigger corporation, a bigger mm-hmm. company, right? It's not like a gig where they're going to like send me a check. So I had to fill out like all this. Pa- they were like, hey, we just like I got three emails from like HR people, you know, and they're like, fill out this paperwork for a background check. Fill out this paperwork for like your taxes, fill out this. And like, I don't know how this works also because I have to, my age, my agents usually get the money. So they send me all this shit and I'm like reading all these docs, Mm -hmm. you know, all these things. And it's like theft and taxes. I like, they don't teach you how to fill out paperwork for a job anywhere. Nope. Only at the job. Literally, I feel so stupid anytime I've ever had to fill out paperwork for a job. And I'm like, I don't, what do I claim? How many did depend? I mean, obviously I know I'm a single person, but like, you know, just like the, the whole system, it, it's not designed well for when you enter the job force. Literally, they teach you that at the fucking unemployment office. Okay. Mm. Cause I've, I've been there and there's a really nice man there and he will teach everyone how to fill out job applications and like how to do your paperwork. And I'm like, so you have to lose a job to learn how to fill this shit out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm so excited for our guest today. She is super funny. You might know her from the Squirt podcast she has with Bridie Elliott or Make Me Like It podcast with Dan Klein or, you know, her videos on Adult Swim, Funny or Die. Check out her short film, Tond. I know it's very fun, very good. And we've got Kelly Hudson with us. What's up? Hi. Hi, Hi guys. Hi. It's great to see you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for oh, being oh. here. 
my most recent paid job. I just remembered what it was. It was okay. Never mind. Let's just get to that in a minute. Let's get to that. I was gonna list another credit, but let's let's just like it, it loops in with jobs. So let's just okay. Wait. Okay, I love it. I how are you? How how is life? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I you know I think we're at the point of the pandemic where we're um you know I talked to my therapist today and she's like you're grieving, honey. <laughs> I'm just grieving like basically my 37th year on Earth, like. I think I turned 37 the day we went into lockdown. Oh, wow. wow. And and that's coming up. My birthday's coming up. Yeah. So 38, Happy like, anniversary. Boom. Oh, my God. Birthday. My boyfriend, my boyfriend's March 23rd. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, that, that's right around then. Right around yeah. there. Oh, my. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit grieving, a little, a little bit hopeful. So, um, you know, right in that sweet spot. Of that's good. Macaulay. I feel like we're all there. Like, I feel like. At least those of us who've taken this seriously, like, I get really annoyed when I see that in some places people, don't, there is no more pandemic and they're on oh, yeah. vacation. Yeah. No, there's absolutely pandemic yeah. happening. <laughs> Looking at you, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> I know. I talked to someone. They were like, oh, it's not happening in Florida anymore. Like, people don't wear masks and they're at pools and hanging out. And I was like, Mm, they're stupid. Wow. Wow. Dummy. Sorry, guys. No offense to any of you uh, non-maskers out there. I want to get on your bad side. (laughs) But wear a fucking mask, please. (laughs) And join my Patreon. If you don't wear a mask, you got to buy You got to buy that Patreon ticket. Yes. Yes. I'm sure they'll do that. Oh, my God. Definitely take that responsibility. (laughs) Yeah, they already hung up. They already stopped listening to this. Um, so tell me, have you been working in the pand in the last year? I know you're you're going through it. You're grieving. Yes, have you yes. have you had any work though? Listen, um, I have worked my ass off, but it has been all unpaid. <laughs> <laughs> That's most of our lives. I feel. Like. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Actually, okay. So I did recently get a quote unquote job. Um, my neighbor, I live. I have like a there's a little house behind ours. It's a little bungalowy type thing, um, and he is a DP. My neighbor is, and he cool. was shooting a commercial. And like the people that were directing it are like, "Do you have any actors in your pod?" And he's like, "My neighbors, Dan and Kelly." <laughs> yes, and me and perfect. my husband, uh, yeah, got to act in a commercial. It was mostly just like B roll. Like you'll just kind of see our torsos. It's like that kind of a job right but you know it's it's some it's some money they paid you they did pay us yes they did pay us and it was a couple days of like fun work where we just like hung out with that's great and it was birthed out of the pod that was safe that's lovely that's a beautiful pandemic gig (laughs) yeah exactly so there's been that gig but what i meant about working my ass off is i have a two and a half year old and kind of last year was my Ooh, I'm gonna get back in the workforce. I can't wait. Um, and that didn't happen, so I became, you know, again full time <laughs> caretaker. For That's him. hard. Yeah, yeah. I feel for really, you. It was really hard, as if it's over. No, it is still. It's awful. I so. mean, we've talked to so many people too who have young kids who like who do who have jobs and, and they're like I had to become a teacher this year and like I yes. I have to make yeah. sure they're on Zoom or like teach them until the class is figured out Zoom like I can't imagine Totally. Yeah, it's really hard to tell like who has it the worst right now. Like parents of teens, parents of school-age children, toddler, you know. I heard someone say, um, you know, I went I had a nervous breakdown when I had a toddler without the pandemic going on. <laughs> so, like, yeah. You're really in the shit. Yeah. So yeah. 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 
That's, yeah. that's the thankless work I've been up to this year. Well, I, I commend you because you've Thank done you. it. Thank you're you. almost <laughs> at your one year mark, which means you're a pro by now. You know, I am. you are yeah, a pro. I know. Yeah, and yeah. it's what's weird is the kids, I feel like your son's age, probably this is like normal life to them. Like they'll remember totally. this as like, oh, yeah, that year. Like it won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no explaining the pandemic to him. It's right. Most, it's just like put on a mask. Um, <laughs> and there is no reason why. Because <laughs> like, there's just too. There's no reason to explain yeah. it just yet. I do um, think it's so cute yeah. seeing kids in masks. And I'm like, they're good. They're good. He looks adorable. Yeah. He looks really cute. <laughs> <laughs> like a tiny dog. Doctor. <laughs> yes, exactly. Tiny doctor. She's just going to keep him in a mask until he's yeah, grown up. I think it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So I want to take it back. Before you were working in entertainment and you were writing and producing and acting, yeah. what what was like, did you want to do this as a kid? What was like your, your dream when you were little? I don't remember like a big grand dream um I think I was like confused about like you know because they people ask you a lot when you're a kid like what do you want to be when you grow up and I was like I don't know a doctor (laughs) 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 that's what you're supposed to say or something I think I definitely said that like on a few like worksheets or something yeah um I didn't have really a vision or a dream by the time I got to high school I was like okay I want to creative something or other I need to be creative but my dad my dad's like a my dad's a great role model um in that he's like a really really hard worker um sort of came from like a really really poor family and you know is a professor and just had like all these different jobs he's super smart but also super artistic. So he was always kind of shoving down my throat, like, sure, you can be an artist, but what's your craft? Like, you have to get the paying, whatever it is. Okay. So I had that in the back of my head. But then I just went to school and was like, I'm going to major in creative writing. Sorry. Um, so <laughs> That's that was good. the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the beginning. That was the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, basically I didn't get a job in relate and and then my major changed to 80 times of course mm-hmm. and then ended up with like media arts focus and performing arts focus mm-hmm. and um basically didn't get a job that had anything to do with what I wanted to do until I was um what like 25 I think yeah it um, always which isn't it, that crazy no like, that's I think pretty at the time young. I was like this is like oh my god this is so <laughs> can't believe I'm still a secretary <laughs> but like but yeah, we are there was, raised to think like if I go to boom. college I will yeah. get a job in whatever I want because I went exactly. to college and they told me that yeah mm-hmm. no. yes yeah I definitely I went to college in Olympia Washington and I came back home to I'm from Austin Texas so I came back to Austin and I was like well I'm gonna get a job in film in Austin and I'll probably work for like Robert Rodriguez or um, <laughs> Richard Linklater I'll get like yeah, an internship with one of those guys yeah no big deal and, and I got yeah I like I put in an application for the internship and didn't get it and was like okay I guess I have to leave Austin nothing <laughs> <That laughs> else here that yeah. didn't work out yeah I mean at the time definitely like the film industry is tough um yeah what was yeah, like your like, first job job you ever had okay okay like you mean like having to do with what I wanted to do no any job we like uh, any job okay. you had so I think I told Ellen this like I've had so many jobs yeah. like 
just even trying to write it down, it's like, oh, my brain is swimming with like just so the ones many you remember, you know? Oh my god, I yes, had so many, so many jobs too. That's why I so started there were, this. <laughs> there were a few like under the table jobs before I was legal working age. Okay. I I worked as a um, like a mascot slash like one of those people that wear like animal costumes uh-huh. at like a book fair. I worked for this bookstore my mom worked at. Okay. And I would get, like, money under the table for that. So I dressed up as a bunch of different book characters. Um, That's cool. Usually people are like, I babysat. You're like, I was a full-on mascot at age 12. (laughs) Yes, yes. I was like, well, I did, like, Sister Bear. I did Madeline. I did the, like, I did Peter Rabbit. There was just, like, some random, yeah, Mm, they would just take Cute. Host an event or whatever. I remember a book fair I went to. I was dressed as Sister Bear. And a cop, like a security guard, came up to me and put his hand on my neck no. like, through the costume and was like, hey, I can see your hair and like tucked it in. And I was like, I'm 13, you son of a bitch. Like, he thought I was okay. just like a regular woman. Also impressive, he thought you were like hot through the costume. <laughs> I know. Like, oh yeah, I must have some banging curves going I on I can there. get it on with this bear. <laughs> Ugh, exactly. Sorry. Um, yeah my first like real real job and then I also cleaned that bookstore like on the weekends um which was kind of fun me and my brother would go do it and then like read kids books all night (laughs) (laughs) it was like a nighttime job and then my first like real real legit job it was at the gap and it was like during Christmas season so I still have just like the soundtrack of that job in my head (laughs) I bet ever was it like in a Um, mall it was not. It was in okay. like a. It was kind of like a strip mall, mm-hmm. um, kind of a like a higher end strip mall, and um, yeah. And then I think I just quit one day because I was like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. <laughs> and I was sixteen, so I didn't need to like live off the money or anything. Yeah. Um, Retail's like, I think I'm gonna- awful. Yeah, yeah, it was real thankless, um, similar to motherhood, no. (laughs) (laughs) Just like working at the Gap. Yes, exactly. Was that that was your therapy session today? (laughs) Yes, 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 it really takes me back. Um, Yeah, no, the Gap was, like, fun just because of the, like, clothes and stuff, like, you know, I'd get a discount or whatever, but, um, yeah, it wasn't me, it wasn't Mm -hmm. me, it wasn't, I wasn't the kind of person that could be, like, could lie to people about how they looked in clothes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I worked in retail when I was like 13 because we knew the people who owned the store, 14, something really young. And they were like, I would like clean out dressing rooms. But then when Mm -hmm. I knew people who came in the store, I'd help them and I'd make money. I never took a paycheck home because... And my mom would be like, but that's the point of a job. And I was like, but I get a discount and I made enough money for a sweater. So I bought the sweater. (laughs) And they require you to wear like semi up to date clothes from the store. So I just have to keep buying stuff. (laughs) She's like, she's never going to learn the value of a dollar. I was like, nope, (laughs) but I look cute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I realized, I realized pretty quick, like, sales isn't my bag like <laughs> at all um i had like a couple other sales jobs there was like one i was a they call it a fragrance model in the biz wow it's just one of those people that is like do you want to try the newest scent from chanel and like sprays it in your face yes and it was like, wow. people would be like i'm allergic please don't and i'm like I'm allergic to like every day I'm wheezing. Like this is a you're like get me out of here. Just yes, take yeah. Like I would seriously like I'll never forget the smell of 
Chanel Champs because it was like about it was just coming out then and I was just like it was just in my nostrils every night like <laughs> ugh, awful awful like I just can't sell did anything. you apply to that job were you like fragrance model I did well I had I think my sister-in-law helped me get it because she worked at the mall as like a makeup artist okay and she yeah she helped me get the job so <laughs> I was like great money it was like $12 an hour which was like incredibly high that's yeah, pretty mm-hmm. good for yeah, yeah yeah it was like my di- my knees are dying from standing on tile all day, but <laughs> I'm really sorry about the noise by the way my two-year-old is doing something that's okay that's okay yeah. <laughs> There's some lumps. They're always yeah. doing something. Those two years. doing something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. I think my my job sweet spot, like something I would even go back to now, um, is just like food service. Like, um, definitely not waitressing. I never, never aced that okay. at all. But I want to like I, I loved being a barista. That was okay. like one of my first jobs. Um after college that like just I could have stayed, you know? <laughs> it was just like this is this is really nice. This is pleasant. Like I like getting there early in the morning and seeing the regulars and getting good at, at like making whatever, you know, mm-hmm. latte art and stuff. And that's I fun. Don't know, it felt like kind of respectable in that town too. <laughs> like, in yeah. to like work at one of these stores. I always think baristas, like, especially when they do, like, the fancy places, I'm always like, wow, they do art. Like, they're, they yeah. are above me. They probably yeah. read more than I do. And <laughs> Yes, yeah. I also, I, I feel like I got hit on the most at that job, which wasn't the fun part, but it was like, it's, I, it, for some reason, you're just, like, there, like, just coffee people are so crushable for some reason. They like, are. I've had so many crushes on people making me coffee. Like, just, like, five-minute crushes, you know? It's funny yeah. that you say that. I'm like, I I just wrote a new pilot. And I'm like, I think in everything I've ever written, there's, like, they're in a coffee shop. There's, a like, a hot barista. <laughs> Everyone wants to fuck this person. <laughs> Everyone's and I don't realize coffee. I do it until now. I'm like, why do I yes. always have that one barista who's like, you know, just someone really attractive? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Man, totally. woman, I don't care. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I just remembered another fave. Can I just keep rolling? Oh, my these? God. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I just had a complete list to re- read out because it would be interesting. But <laughs> this job was I was a parking attendant in um, parking booth attendant in <laughs> college and it's so funny this is one of my favorite jobs it was like at in a my lot college. it was at my college's parking lot okay the college I went to and my college though was like nestled in like a rainforest in the Pacific Northwest and so it was just like you know, I take money, give people a ticket, but mostly I'm just sitting in the middle of the woods, like listening to music and drawing. Wow. That so nice. Yeah. It was really nice. Really <laughs> I also nice. am picturing you in like a tree house, like sitting there being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perched ahead. up. <laughs> I swear to God, yes. I've like listened to that ASMR video like last yes. night. Yes. <laughs> Rainforest parking booth. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was probably the one and only job that I got away with um, masturbating at. Um, <laughs> oh, that's which, the one. Which, guys, like, Up I know that's tree. not, like, kosher. <laughs> that's not kosher. That's not legal. That's not cool to do on Zoom when you're, you know, with coworkers. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> but if there are no coworkers, 
And, you know, you can see the next car coming from, you know, half a mile away. I I don't see the problem. I love that. <laughs> I think it's fine, you know? I think so, too. Did you have roommates? And there was no, there was no like, like, iPhone back then. Like, I was like... I found like an art book to masturbate. To. <laughs> like a huge <laughs> Finland. Like you drew your own art that you were like basically. Yeah, this is so yeah. good. Yeah, I was like Nell or whatever. Did you live with people at the time? Did they know you were having masturbated at work? That you had this magical job that you loved to go to. <laughs> I. <laughs> trying to remember who I lived with then. I think I had a roommate. I don't, I mean, I definitely didn't tell anyone that I masturbated for sure. Um, <laughs> I picture I you just being like, I got to go to work. I love my job. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. No, I think it, I, I feel, I feel like at the time I, I felt like kind of a minor celebrity just because I'd see everyone coming into school in the morning, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Pass. they'd see you cool. like every day. It's like, yeah, and like, they're like, hey. Kelly, what's up? Mm. Oh, good to see you. Kelly's like, in a really good mood today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just stoked. And yeah, I don't know. I, w- I would just like do my homework in there. And it was really fun. That's fun. Oh, yeah. it was like your little your space. Yes. I always feel and like I, it's nice to have your own little like, exactly. No coworker. There was, there was like a coworker that would drive me to the parking lo- booth every morning, and just like some old guy. And <laughs> I remember on my last day, he's like, "Kelly, I'm telling you, for the rest of your life, you're gonna look back on this job and say that was the easiest motherfucking job I ever had." <laughs> he's right. I was right. Yeah. Was so you right. wouldn't you wouldn't go back to that? You'd rather make. Be a barista. I guess I'd rather make coffee. Yeah, I, I think yeah, coffee. Just I mean, especially after being in the pandemic, like I just want to see people right now. Yeah, yeah. Are you still good at? That was my question. Are you still good at like latte talking. art? Oh, latte art. <laughs> talking, talking to people. Um, I don't know. I haven't gotten to try in so long. Like I, I remember my a boyfriend I had later on. His dad had a espresso machine, but like home espresso machines just aren't anywhere near as good as what they have in the coffee shop mm-hmm. like so i couldn't really do much with his equipment um but i think i still have the muscle memory yeah i can i feel like i could whip something out pretty good it's very just like very um tactile you know mm-hmm. like all the motions and the like feeling when you're like steaming milk you like have your hand on the bottom of it feeling like it get hot enough and stuff and like Hmm. i don't know it's fun it's it's artistic it's creative yeah definitely (laughs) i love that you asked earlier for permission to talk about your job that you masturbated at yeah so i was like is that i mean because that's illegal and like very it could be very frowned upon so is it illegal is it actually illegal there's a law i don't know it It must be yeah it was probably in that paperwork i tried to fill out today ellen they were like please don't masturbate on the job (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like you always hear about like high schoolers like masturbating in the bathroom or whatever Mm -hmm. or like middle schoolers (laughs) or whatever Like, right, you went to like, a real cool, saucy know, high school. Like it's like a common, like, puberty thing, but, like... Yes, when I, I was in high school, it was like, you masturbate, you're a pervert! <laughs> yeah. True, true. But I feel like, is don't you think, like, guys probably masturbate at work a lot? Probably. Probably. Totally. So yeah, that's what I... Th- yeah, I think that's the deal. I think is that, like, 
men do it constantly. I, I Dan Savage was talking about it the other day on Savage Love, where he's like, men do it all the time. Like, so do women, but we don't know how much. Like, basically, because... <laughs> it's secret. Yeah, it's secret. Yeah. Or, it, like, yeah. Women are just better at multitasking. So I think they could get away with it more. You can like, kind of just sit at your desk with your legs crossed in a certain <laughs> way. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Now everyone is masturbating because everyone's working from home. Uh, That's right. Yeah. You guys did hear about the guy. You guys did hear about the guy that got fired who was like at the New Yorker or something? Yeah. 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 Who just forgot or not. We don't know. How do you fuck up on a Zoom work call? (laughs) Like, ugh. I don't know. I don't know. You have so many other hours. I'm just glad that I that that's that I don't have a job like that right now. Yeah. Just because, ugh, yeah. I just I just forget what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Not that I'd start like touching myself weirdly. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have this parking attendant job in college. Was that your main job throughout school or did you have any other gigs while you were there? Um Whenever I went home, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, whenever I went home back to Austin, I'd have a job. Uh, I worked at Amy's Ice Cream, which is, like, their big um, nice fun local spot that's been around forever. It's definitely, like, annoying theater kids work there. Um, and like, <laughs> do they sing? You know, do they do, like, a whole, like, Not, like, cold there's stone. nothing choreographed. It's a little, it's definitely more punk. It's more of a punk vibe, more of a, like, reject theater kids um (laughs) yeah there's nothing polished about any of it um but like you know we learned tricks like there was definitely before cold stone um Mm. you know we did crushins which like you know you beat up the ice cream you put stuff in Uh and then like we learned tricks with the like scoops and stuff (laughs) Um, and then, so that was awesome. And we got to like, I don't know, you just listen to the music you want to listen to. I definitely just ate a ton of ice cream. (laughs) I worked at the airport location too, and, and would see the occasional celeb and chatted with, uh, Don Henley one time. Wow. From the Eagles guys, Don Henley. Wow. Cool. Go Eagles. I'm from Philly. Very cool. Is that where they're from? <laughs> I didn't know they were from. Okay. Cool. Wait, is I never the, saw Eagles, the Eagles stuck? Wait, the Eagles saw the, the band, and you're talking the band? about the the sports team. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, Come I'm on, talking guys. about the band. I know. I barely Thanks, know that Ellen. there is an Eagles sports. <laughs> Thank you, Ellen. That's why I needed you here. I was like, from Philly, the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, what was the Eagles' big song? Uh, take it easy. Yes. Take it. Well, yeah. that's not their big one, though. I'm sure that is a bad essence to it, you know? Is Hotel California Beatles? I, I want to say it is. it is. Yeah. Hotel California. Yeah, that one I can't ever listen to, but I really like the Eagles other than that song, basically. I just like, you know, they raised you to when you hear Eagles, you have to think of that team. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't blame yeah. you. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who Don is. <laughs> yeah, you have no one knows who he is. That's why I have to say the Eagles, but I did not. <laughs> Wait, what are they? Football or? Yeah, they're football. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Anyway. So you got to scoop ice cream and meet celebrities at the airport. That's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah, that was nice. And, like, every time I go back to that airport, which is, you know, every time I fly home, I, like, think of that job because it still smells, you know, the airport smells. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, 
I worked a I worked as a sandwich artist, not at Subway, at Thundercloud Subs, which is like Austin local. So good. I still like crave their food. It's it's so weird to like still want the food at some place you worked at. Like No, I think about that all the time. I worked in restaurants for seven years and there are dishes that I'll think about things. that I'm like, oh, I wish I had that pizza from that place. Like Yes. Yeah. For my shift meal or whatever. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. so you sandwich artist. That that's yes. pretty fancy. Yeah. And then I remember one summer I was desperate for money when I was still, I I stayed in Olympia for summer school so I could graduate early because I thought that would get me like a jump start into the industry. Cool. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Um, (laughs) I was like, oh, that three months, it's really going to help. And so I went to summer school and I needed desperately like needed work and, um, I I should say I grew up solidly middle, middle class, but I you know our our money situation changed a lot while I was in college. Okay, it shifted. So like, you know, it was just you know my parents were like fully confident they'd pay for college, and then it just they weren't anymore. So I had to start taking out loans, getting more more work, and trying to pay my own rent. And um, I worked at a carnival which was crazy a carnival wow. like it was by outdoors. far like yes. the full deal whoa like the carnival was in town and i lined up with the rest of the convicts or ex-convicts <laughs> and like this is one of those jobs that ex-cons can get uh-huh. and it's very limited um and um you know there were like a a number of homeless people also getting these jobs, you know, and <laughs> and was, Kelly from and me college and, me, and like yeah, college kid. Um, and I don't. It was it was like a little bit scary. Like this sucks to say, but like I was like a little embarrassed to like get this job. But like Aww. I was so so hard up, you know? Like, this was the one time in my life I was considering sex work, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a thing. There are plenty do. of jobs I've done where I'm like... Yeah. Even, yeah. like, not... Even, like, within the last five years, I did a gig, and they were like... I literally walked... I filed for a urologist on the Upper East. I, like, put files mm-hmm. away, and they were like, a 16-year-old had this job before you. And I was like, Perfect. okay. <laughs> I graduated yeah. college and have had yeah. lots of jobs, but... Okay. Yeah, it's like all the other college kids are like going to the carnival and I'm like working the games. <laughs> and so it was like a little scary, but I was also so in the like, I don't know, Kerouacky, like uh, Bukowski, like, oh, this is great. Like this blue collar experience for my writing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was going to yeah. say, this is a good pilot. Like the educated, you know, middle class girl <laughs> goes to the carnival. I actually just finally like wrote a pitch up for this job nice yeah but like i don't know it's because there were just so many characters just like so many like really interesting people um i almost said crazy people and that's just that that's not yeah i don't say that crazy um but yeah i was like in a film class so like i was you know I, i was very like creatively inspired at that time but also just felt um pretty down and out um and it was just really hard work and like then you would get paid extra if you helped them break down all the rides at the end which was also really hard work that's a lot yeah but yeah 
Yeah, that was one of them. So you did it just one of during that summer? Just one summer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just one summer, but it's just really burnt in. Really burnt into the brain. <laughs> did you get to go on the rides? Like, did you have any, like, fun benefits of working at a carnival? Like, I get to bring no. bring home a big thing of popcorn or... Oh, God, I wish. I wish. <laughs> oh, there was a nice perk that, like, the last night there was a ton of fireworks. So I just, like, went on my break and watched fireworks. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. It's really sad, but, yeah. <laughs> that was the perk, the fireworks <laughs> yes, show at the end. <laughs> they tell you that, that when you get hired. They're like, and then if you make it free through. fireworks for your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> free for the eyes. Um, yeah. So Nice. So when did you, uh, so, okay, you graduated early, you're ready to become, you know, Steven Spielberg before everyone else in your class. Exactly. Where did you move after school? Did you come straight to New York or? I went to Austin first to try to figure it out and get that internship. Oh, right. And I just worked in food. I worked as a hostess at a restaurant. Um, that was like a really, I did a lot of drugs, like just yeah, <laughs> experimenting with cocaine quite a bit that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like talking a lot of bullshit, just like, I want to do this and I'm going to be doing this and I'm this. And like, oh, I auditioned for like a bunch of like student films Um you know, almost all of them fell through because, like, whatever, the director was psycho or, like, somebody didn't have money. You know, awful experiences. Oh, my God. So Just many auditions people are good awful. at, they're good at putting out, like, an audition notice, right? And you feel like, mm-hmm. is this so legit? Like, this is legit. Yeah. They're, they're dropping SAG, DGA, they had a table set up. Yeah. You know, they had a pad of paper. Of course they're professional. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a lot of that happening. And then and then I just like got some job packing boxes at like a factory, some company that like printed photographs on coffee mugs. And I was in charge of like packaging and delivery mm-hmm. or getting it ready for delivery. <laughs> so I like did that job and like tried to make a bunch of extra money. And I had this fucking boyfriend back in Olympia. So I moved back there for a while. Didn't like did an internship at a at a theater. That's when I was a barista. Uh-huh. That's and cool. then we moved to New York after that. Got and it. And then, like, basically, I just was like, uh, I guess I'm going to try for, like, a temp agency just because I want to graduate from cafe or something. Mm-hmm. And that happened, you know, I did that for um, about, oh, it was only, like, a year. It was only a year. It seemed like f- fucking forever. forever that I was, yeah. <laughs> that you temped. Yeah, that they- I was temping as a secretary well, my first one was I was a secretary at this, like, fashion company called Le Copain. It was, like, Fancy. For, yeah, for, like, middle-aged women. Um, and I would just show up, like, the day after getting wasted. Um, and I would throw... I just threw up at that job so many times. <laughs> <laughs> just my first year in New York was a shit show. You know, just waking up on the train in Coney Island. <laughs> Uh, just being like, fuck, I fell asleep in the cab and, uh, um, you know, just yeah. awful. Um, you were young. I was very young. That's and the then, whole New York experience. Yeah. In your early totally. 20s. <laughs> so much vomiting. <laughs> um, public places. Um, so, yeah, there was that job. And then I did, I was a secretary at a property management company. And that, that was t- like, that, that could be another pilot, like, 
Jesus Christ. Like, I just get phone call after phone call, like, there's no heat in our building. I'm coming there. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to help you. Especially when there's too many calls and you're hungover. That's, yeah. yeah. Totally. I was not equipped. I was an office manager. They knew I would, I remember the days I was very hungover. I would order two bagels because I wanted a sweet one and a salty one. (laughs) I'd sit there and they'd be like, two? And I was like, I couldn't decide. And I knew I just like needed to put food in my body. And I was like, I'll be okay by the afternoon, I swear. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Yeah. So that that was that. And then I was starting to feel like a little bit more um, uh, confident about video editing at that point. And... um, met a random guy at a bar, not even like flirtatiously or anything. Um, but he was like, yeah, I work at vice and we're doing, um, video production now. Like there's a whole video production wing there now. And we're looking for editors and assistant editors. And I got hired as an assistant editor there. That's cool. I, I really just called there like week after week, just like bugging him. And once I started working there, I was like, this guy's position at this company is he barely does anything. <laughs> like, he's never in the office. Most of the producers there, like, <clears throat> I feel bad saying this, but, like, I feel like they had it made in the shade. Like, it felt like they just kind of barely got by. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then the editors were polishing shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a I lot do, of I places, I'd say, it. though. You know, that, that it is. It's it not. Must be. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's so New York. Such a story to be like, I met a guy at a bar and then I got a job at the company exactly. he worked at. <laughs> like, yeah. Wild. I can't believe that happened. Yeah. So then I was sort of thrust into the early days of Vice TV, which, or Viceland, I guess it's called now. And it was, at the time, it was called VBS.TV, <laughs> which is like <laughs> Vice Broadcasting Systems. Wow. They were like, yeah. we're not CBS, we're BBS. Yeah. VBS.TV. <laughs> Cooler yeah. letters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, then, that's yeah, cool. I was there for like three years until I got fired. <laughs> Why'd you get fired? <laughs> this is the one job I've ever been fired from. And there wasn't like anything. I didn't do anything. Um, it was definitely like a, uh, my work was suffering <laughs> and my job, my, my boss just many times was like, you're so sad here. <laughs> like you're very miserable. <laughs> Were you miserable there? Oh God. Yes. <laughs> I hated it. I hated the culture. I hated being like desperately trying to like be cool or something Ugh, yeah. and like, it was awful. It was awful. Like, just, it was just a time before, like, being queer was cool, before being a woman was cool, before being a person of color yeah. was, quote unquote, cool. And it feels like I don't, you know, I don't mean that, mean that. I just mean, like, no one gave a shit about, like, anything that I had to say or, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, like, they would just hire hot, young interns like crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. We all know. Like, there's been, like, things written about the work culture there. And, yeah. And, like, how fucked up it's been, or it was, and how it's been, like, re, um, uh, whatever, designed. And yeah. Whatever. But it's, like, um, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I 
was really terrible. And then finally, my boss was like, "Hey, I think I think this is the end of the road." And I was like, "No." But then, like the next day, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm free!" Oh my god. Yeah, sometimes it's good. When I got fired or oh, so laid good. off, they called it. You know, they they always make it like about you. You know, if. Yeah. if they're like, you have better things to do. You'll be happy somewhere else. There are people yeah. you can get. Yeah. And I'm like, no, but I need to pay my rent this month. Like, yeah, no. I was very scared about no money. And that's why I didn't quit. But yeah. like, it really, really helped to get fired. Mm-hmm. And like, I found a ton of, um, um, what do you call it when it's just like a one-off job? Like freelance work. Yeah, freelancing. Mm-hmm. Started freelancing and found a lot of gigs there. Cool. Editing, mostly? Editing, yeah. That was my... I was an editor for about seven years. Wow. Before I got, like, my first writing job. Wow. But were you, like, writing and acting and doing stuff outside yes, of yeah. it? yeah. I was, like, full throttle UCB at that point. Okay. Um, I started doing UCB classes in 2006. It felt like... I feel like that was my graduate program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel I'm that sure. way. Yeah. It was, like... It was definitely extra education. My parents, like felt fine helping me with it sometimes like helping mm-hmm. pay for a class here and there um and and so i was yeah i was just doing shows constantly like i was in five indie teams or something <laughs> i remember seeing you i started doing really? ucb in 2009 yeah and oh, i wow. just it was like you know when you're in the classes and stuff you go and see the herald teams and you the see shows. the indie shows and you know yeah. the weekend stuff and like so many shows so many yeah it was fun but i remember yeah. you being very funny and uh i have to i have to can i can i say one thing i told my boyfriend you were on the podcast and he was like you gotta tell her how much i loved rejected pitches and i was like <gasps> me too i used to watch that was the best the best series That's so nice it was Thank so you. fun yeah I do feel a lot of ownership over that. My my husband Dan wrote it, but I I um you know, we got to do a lot of improv and I acted in it and then I also edited it. So I'm Oh, you did. It yeah. was so good. If you don't know, go it's on Funny or Die, right? It's It's on I bl- believe it's on Above Averages YouTube. Oh, okay. But maybe it's on Funny or Die. I don't know. I feel like Funny I don't remember. I feel like a lot of videos have like gone to sites, even though they were yeah. made on Above Average or made on College Humor or whatever, and like yeah. those don't. I don't know where they are now. Yeah, <laughs> is Above Average a thing anymore? No, nah. it's just Broadway Video. I think Broadway I Video does still around. Yeah, it does yeah. stuff, but I don't think yeah. Above Average does. But yeah. Anyway, if there. you're listening, go watch Rejected Pitches. It was a great series that yeah. Kelly made. Of- I play a character named Barb. <laughs> It's so oh, good. This was before Stranger <laughs> Things, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Barb and Star. Exactly. Before, Barb, before and Barb and Star. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's really sweet. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, right after I got fired was like when I, so, I got the fire under my ass to mm-hmm. start making a lot of independent content. We made, we made a web series called Teen Wheels that year. We started writing like this fake menu that we put out that like kind of went viral. And oh yeah. Deal off of. Yeah. Called FUDS. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, it was, it was like a really, really great year. 2010 was like, um, you know, I felt like I just, I did a lot that year. That That's cool. That's mm-hmm. very inspiring though. I feel like sometimes like it wouldn't have happened if you stayed at vice and you were just no. kind of doing that editing no. job. Cause I was just like editing a documentary series about skateboarding that was, that's so well-respected and a really good show. 
<clears throat> but it's just so it wasn't going anywhere in the direction of like where I wanted to end up. So. Yeah. Yeah. But so many people, we've talked to so many unemployed people who like, you know, you've had a job for a while, you lose it and you're like, I'm lost. I have no yeah. idea what to do. And it is, even though it is scary, like where's the money going to come from? If you put yourself into anything you're interested in, yeah. like good things come from it. Like, <clears throat> yeah, you what ended I did, up getting gigs. Totally. What I did after I got fired is I made this like list of like every single possible lead or like um, nice. or connection, like any possible person that I could beg <laughs> for work. Right. And it was a crazy list. Like it was just like, okay, I met that guy one time. Maybe he still works at that production <laughs> company and needs people. Yeah. And that one guy that I had hung out with one time, he got me like several jobs doing these weird short pieces, like in remembrance of 9 11. I think it was like the 10 year anniversary or something. I did mm -hmm. a bunch of videos for that. And it was like, oh, wow, these are like, I'm getting a couple thou in my pocket for just like a few days of work and yeah that was huge that's that so cool really though that just shows yeah. like you never know like be kind to people at jobs or whoever you meet and you yes. never know when you're going to need to like hit them up yeah. for something and be like hey totally totally also totally. you had all these skills like that's the other thing is like right you can't I like daddy's directions yeah I learned video editing it really <laughs> Did me good, honestly. Yeah. Because you know? if I had just graduated, just like, I'm going to be an actor, then I would have, you know, I hit a wall with that so fast. Like, because I did. I was like, I am going to be an actor. I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to be an actor. And it was mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, I, I feel like excited about that prospect again at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. But at that point in my life, I had so many, like, disgusting auditions and like experiences mm -hmm. that just were so discouraging um oh yeah so I was like, oh, thank god i can be alone in a room without any men looking at me or talking to me <laughs> it's true editing, editing yeah. is fun i had it i went to school for tv production so i had to edit but mm -hmm. i was bad in school i'm better now like i didn't yeah when it's homework oh, it's terrible in school when yeah. it's homework i'm like ugh, i don't want to totally avid totally. fuck avid i'm not gonna be editing on that that's what they taught us on <laughs> yeah i learned final cut initially and then yeah me too final i did what final is it, now? is it avid now premiere what oh it's yeah, premiere I think now yeah premiere, premiere is what i think yeah. avid is still used on big like films and stuff like i, I think th so i never had to learn avid we we did final cut at at most of my jobs mm. and then Final Cut phased out after Final Cut X. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they jumped the shark with that Final Cut. That last <laughs> <Yeah>. Final Cut. <laughs> they just like, I think it was a really dumb idea. Like, Final They're still Cut doing was... Final Draft. They're still kicking it. You know? Yeah. And it's weirdly like you can use Premiere and turn the buttons, the like commands into a Final Cut keyboard. Mm. Oh, they I didn't know They still have that. that option. It's very interesting. Wow. Yeah, they're really just... Final Cut. A lot of people are so like just connected to it and don't want to yeah. stop using it i can't i mean yeah it's my favorite i would still. do my like i'd have to edit in class you know they we'd have a project we were working on and then i'd go home and i'd have it on final cut so i'd like fake do it in class i'd go home and then i'd bring it in and, and they'd be like this got really good overnight and i was like i don't know <laughs> like, did everyone else go home and use final cut i don't know how to do it that's so funny <laughs> this whole semester yeah. i've tried i can't i i used to edit all my podcasts in final cut <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. Because I didn't have any like auto ed- audio editing equipment, or like yeah. I didn't want to le- learn one. So it was just so much easier to. It's just funny to edit just just a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So before we play this game, I want to know: Has there been any like job you got that you were like? This is it. I can like I don't have to worry about like temping or I don't have to worry about other thing. Like my life like has changed. Money wise or career, you know, like exposure wise where you're like this was the biggest job I've gotten so far in my career. This was like a good moment, a big mm-hmm, fun job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, that one led to disappointment. Mm-hmm. Oh, but no, that no, happened. No, no. <laughs> no, no. I I will say the job that I worked with at Ellen, like I worked with Ellen at a job at Adult one Swim, of the hosts right? Of this podcast, yeah, yeah. We worked at AdultSwim.com, mm-hmm. otherwise known as ThingX.com, and that was my first writing job. And you know, I at the time I was editing comedy videos at College Humor. I was there for a few years, mm-hmm. and that was great. But it was like, okay, I want to be writing, and and the job there was so dreamy because I just got to like perform, write, produce. Like, it was so fun. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. I, I think I, looking back on it, it's probably one of my, it's probably one of my favorite jobs, too. It's yeah. Just like, and I loved everyone. Yeah. I loved all everyone of you. Everyone was so yeah. fun. And they just, like, gave us as much money as we wanted to, like, create yes. the most stupid videos. <laughs> that was the yeah. dream. All these, all these digital companies, they had these big budgets. They had young, really talented people. And yes. everybody got to, like make cool stuff back then yeah the money was fine it was like okay this is like a good entry level for a writer um you know but that 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 like offered the most freedom for me like i had my own show Mm -hmm. there that i was hosting and corralling and called the trash heap i think it Mm -hmm. was called right yeah I feel like we changed. It was hot trash for a while, but then oh, yeah. but Derek Beckles had a show that was had a similar title, so we had to rename it. Um, but it, yeah, it, it was called The Trash Heap, and it was really, really fun. Um, so that was like a big, like, oh, wow, I've finally broken in. Mm-hmm. Like, and then... I well, think your the, work was what you were creating, and you were making money totally. doing that, and that's the yeah. dream. Yeah. Um, and then I've gotten, like, a few acting gigs... Um, that have been exciting. I can't like remember right now. Or, um, but that's okay. Um, even a commercial, even shit like that is huge. You feel like the first commercial I booked was like pretty exciting. It was a Red Robin commercial. Hell yeah. I love advertising a burger that was coming out in tandem with, um, with uh, the new Terminator. Um, wow. so it's like some Terminator <laughs> What a cool wow. what a cool partnership. <laughs> yeah, very cool partnership. In the commercial, the like Red Robin girl, I don't she was like in a bunch of them. She had like one of those robotic arms from Terminator. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess they photo they I think they computer CGI'd it in later because it wasn't there. <laughs> it wasn't on set. So um but nice. that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. And I I worked, I I will say, I worked at Super Deluxe um, shortly. Oh, cool. I remember uh, Super Deluxe. Super Deluxe, um, you know, I don't have a lot of good things to say about it, sadly. (laughs) The best thing I have to say about it is that, like, I was stoked about that paycheck. So Mm. I won't say anything else because (laughs) 
yeah, it's hard. You, it's you hard to like there? leave a place. Yeah, yeah. I was a I was a senior writer. Wow. Quote <laughs> but after adultswim.com, you've mostly been like writing or working in yes. entertainment. Yeah. Like you haven't R- writing and yeah and and performing. Performing and developing and you know, I I, th- I don't think I would be doing that if I weren't like supported at mm-hmm. this point. Like I'm I'm married to a person that's making enough to help us both. Um, so I might I might be a barista again. I'd I'd probably most definitely be editing again. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if if I weren't, you know, feeling that support. But before that, yes, it was like all writing gigs. And that's that was, great. That was very exciting. And also yeah, your husband is very book. funny. Uh, I don't know if he remembers. I went to BU and I. Oh, you used did? To, yeah. And he's a little older, but I remember seeing his shows. And then I saw him at UCB and I was like, I think he went to be an Arthur yes, Meyer. Arthur like Meyer. I saw all of them perform there. Seth I was Reese, like the whole gang. I was like a younger, you know, I was like, wow, they're oh, really they doing all went it. They to BU too. Arthur. Yeah. So standard. many comedy they were people on a team together they were on a sketch team in college they all met on the sketch team in college oh. and then they formed a sketch team after that called pangea 3000 mm-hmm. and yeah they were just like nailing it at ucb they would just like do a spank and get a run immediately mm-hmm. and i was very <laughs> jealous <laughs> i remember though when i first started ucb and i said i went to bu and they were like oh like so you were you like on the comedy teams with like you know dan and the arthur slow kids and at play slow yeah. kids at play and i was like yeah. i saw their shows but i was in i was in the musicals i was yeah you know, every <laughs> time well every time i hear about like slow kids at play like, not to diss it, but I'm like, you guys were a bunch of sexist white dicks. <laughs> like, they were like, we had one girl on the team once. And I'm like, oh, they had you. the one girl, Alana. I think it was Alana, this one girl. Oh, I'm pretty sure she's a librarian now. Uh, nice, nice girl. She did theater. And Jeremy Bent also she went scared to... away from comedy by them, probably. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm not like talking behind my husband's back. I'm sure he he wouldn't be surprised to hear me. Oh, say no, that. he could join us at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough, though. Like, comedy teams in college are just like a white boy club. Yeah. It's crazy. I, mean, I hope they're not anymore, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. like, I yeah, hope yeah. they've yeah. gotten better. Yeah. I think it's changed a lot. I met this really young We at Super Deluxe. We hired this very young woman that had just graduated from Harvard. And, like, she had been on the whatever it's called, the. Uh, what is it called? The the, la- the lampoon. No, the yeah, lampoon. National lampoon. Whatever the hell it's called. Um, and like the president of the club was like a woman of color at that point. Oh, that's and good. I was like, okay, thank God. There's like <laughs> changes. Yeah. changes are happening. I didn't even think about like, uh, could I be on a comedy team in college? <laughs> yeah. Like, I I'm in Fame the Musical. That's pretty much where I'm going to get my. That's amazing. <laughs> My yeah. creative outlet right now. Um, Ellen, do you want to play our quick game? Um, it's it's an improv question game. Yeah. Right? Um, well, not, I don't I know like if I'd it. call it an improv game. But Ooh, um, basically. Bust out the old chaps. <laughs> Sorry, I did to say bust out, out, out the old chops, but I don't know what chaps. I just said. Your chaps. chaps. Your pants. Chaps. Put on, your, on, Put chaps. on those jeans. Your assless improv, improv chaps. chaps. <laughs> um, no, this is really just um, so I've been looking up like old jobs that like 
just don't exist anymore and like the worst ones. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you three of them and then you'll just like choose out of the three which one you would most prefer to have as your profession. Okay, great. And just coincidentally, all of these jobs um, were jobs that people had in like Great Britain. So Ooh. I guess mm-hmm. England has like some of the worst jobs. Yeah, they had the like workhorse workhouses with all the like children. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff. Yeah. So in history, they've had really. That's why they've had some of the best TV shows, though. So they did yeah, something. true. <laughs> but then they have chimney sweeps too. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Here's the first one. So the first one is a rat catcher, which is pretty straightforward. <laughs> Everybody knows what a rat catcher mm-hmm, does. Mm-hmm. They catch the rats, which ca- carry disease, and kill them so that they don't split. Like, spread the bubonic plague to yes. your neighbors can i such. ask one question how do they use like a net or like a yeah i think there's like <laughs> you know there's a lot of different ways Probably i'm imagining them like the pest control or whatever okay if they're yeah times yeah but probably nets probably isn't poison you know (laughs) cool 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 up to you you're the rat catcher okay um okay second one is really interesting which i found today which is called a sin eater and this person um was like someone who was paid to consume a ritual meal in order to spiritual take spiritually take on the sins of a deceased person. Oh so like my god. With wow. a bunch of sins would die and then they'd have this ritual where they'd like put a meal like on the casket and this person was paid to like eat their sins and like take on the sins. I love people. that. The sin eater was just like, yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The sins are so heavy. Give me my money. Is there any food. salt? <laughs> yeah. Like in society, this person was pretty much like looked down upon because they were like just full of sin, but I don't know. Wow. Like, it's a, so that so there was there was like, yeah, a price to pay for this job. Yeah. Honestly, though, yeah, like uh, maybe you wouldn't feel so bad if you knew you could have this meal at the end of all of this. That's true. <laughs> okay, and this last one is actually like a big deal. So, up until like the 19th century, there was something called the groom of the stool, which was a person who monitored and assisted the king of England's bowel movements. Oh. So they <laughs> would. Uh, carry around like you know a special thing for the king to like take his you know <gasps> private time wow. yeah and then also like when he was in like the privy he would <laughs> sit there and like you know talk to him and stuff so um, he was called the groom of the stool <laughs> the groom of the stool stool was in reference to he's a, a friend while you shit like yeah. a, a voice yeah and he like monitors like all of the food that you eat <laughs> and like you know he kind of like has he knows like what your schedule is like you know you go like after your coffee yeah. in the morning or something like the groom of the stool like knows your schedule and he's like right there with you the groom of so the stool in reference to like stool sample it was like stool as in a chair yeah apparently the stool was in reference to a portable commode which mm. is like okay a toilet yeah pale basically right yeah i guess i mean so i'm picking out of the three right mm-hmm. yeah top pick all right i guess i'm gonna go with sin eater because i feel like it's easy for me to like ignore what people think of me no, it's not it's not never mind i'm lying that's not true i just Why? but i, like I do that. that was empowering <laughs> i feel like i could get over it though you know and it's like Rat catching, I think I would just be bad at it. And, like, I just like to be good at a job, you know? Mm -hmm. And I want to be... I want... I feel like I could, like, at least pretend to, like, 
get into the whole like sin eating, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and be like, yes, yes, I feel this person, and da 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 da. But then I'd probably like set up some sort of like um, ritual where I would then expel the the sins or something. So. <laughs> yeah. With my chits or whatever. You know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she lights Actually. sage while she's on the toilet. Yes, she's like, they're like, gone. Goodbye. <laughs> well, maybe you're going to bring it back, you know? Yeah. In LA, they probably would be into that sort of thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> if totally. I wore masks, like double mask, I could maybe do the stool, the groom of the stool. Yeah. You know, but others. Yeah. I've always thought about being like a midwife and, and that sounds like a midwife of shitting really it does I loved boobs. it I love it well Kelly thanks for hanging out with us and doing this you Thank had you. you have had so many jobs and I have I, I have, and I think there are more there there were probably more in there but I think I yeah I did a good nice round coverage. that was a great yeah I loved it um where can people follow you or find you you know, I'm a little bit not followable. I okay. I quit. I quit. Quit the social meds. Um, Congratulations! Thank you. That's thank an you. accomplishment. Yes, but my podcast, the Squirt Podcast, can be followed on Instagram. Okay. Um, and you, you know, you should subscribe. You should listen. It's a show about sex by like funny people. So I feel like that's you know that's something that we haven't seen. I love it. I it's love good. it. Yeah. I love your podcast. Thank by the you. Way. It's really Thanks fun. for listening, Ellen. I'm going to listen. You should. I've listened should. to like three pod. I shouldn't say this on the on the podcast. I've listened to like <laughs> <laughs> three podcast episodes ever. No. Really? Really? I find that very surprising. Yeah, I listen to podcasts wow. like all day. <laughs> my par- I mean, my family doesn't really get into the pods, but I'm, yeah, anytime I have like, I'm washing dishes, something like a, yeah, a I'm long car trip. Listening I love to something. It. I, love I, it, I listen to old music. It's really. That's wonderful. It's weird, though. Lovely. Yeah, but I can't say that and have a pot and be like, mm, I don't listen. No, I do listen That's sometimes. Okay, though. No, I don't think you need to listen to podcasts to have a podcast. <laughs> no. You think Mark Maron's listening to podcasts? No. No way. No. <laughs> and my favorite is Conan O'Brien, and I doubt he listens to mine, you know? <laughs> no. Definitely not. Not Not yet. Not yet. Um, All right. That's the episode, guys. Unemployed. Go find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know where to find us. And check out the Patreon if you want to see this beautiful video. Uh, I'm dripping sweat and look disgusting. And Kelly's in a closet. Uh, (laughs) But she looks great. So go find us. Patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. And uh, listen to the other episodes. Thanks. I love you so much. Ellen, I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, I love you. Right now, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who has supported our Patreon. This is your shout out right here from me. Tons of love. And if you haven't checked out our Patreon, all of our videos go up there. Sometimes I just write fun things because I feel like it. And it's just a really nice way to support us at Unemployed. And, you know, so we can keep this thing going. We do it for nothing. We do it for fun. We do it for you to listen to. So definitely check out the Patreon. And right now, huge shout out to our patrons, Bill Horton, Chi of Steel, Danielle McCartney, Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, we got Joe Galati, Chris Arneson, Jordan Lucero, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, and Vic Terry. Thank you so much. You have no idea how much it means to us, and I appreciate you, and I see you, and I love you. <laughs> <laughs>